Hello and welcome, Blue Jay fans, to episode 58 of Section 138. Obviously, I, I think everyone listening knows why Bryson and I are here today, but um, how are you, Bryson? Well, I usually say the status quo every week. I'm good, how are you? <laughs> but uh, today, today is, it's, it's sad. It's been sad, you know, how quickly things went from bad to worse. The past 48 hours is remarkable. Uh, this is historic, and uh, this is you know this is ultimately a sad moment for the sports world, and you know this goes above sports for the whole world entirely. Mm-hmm. It is a very weird moment, um, and and <laughs> I, I guess it kind of puts us in a weird position. But um, again, MLB has not yet announced it. They'll probably announce it at some point over the next hour that they're uh, postponing spring training for right now um, in their probably going to be delaying opening day um so I, I mean you mentioned it a little bit there but what are you feeling right now how like go into detail about your how you're feeling about the season being postponed yeah so we'll start off with baseball obviously it is a baseball podcast and you know i'm, I'm actually kind of surprised the mlb was the last uh bleat out of the big four to or actually pretty much everywhere around the world to make an announcement again it's still pending but the expectation is that uh, spring training will be uh, suspended or canceled, and then this will likely factor into the start of opening day, which again is supposed to start off in a couple weeks, and that is almost 100% not going to happen. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where baseball goes with this. Um, you know, based on the early, you know, assumptions that you can pretty much assume that this season is going to have to be shortened, uh, just because. You know, no matter when it starts, you can't, you know, with baseball, you can't just play into December or January. So this is something that's going to have to impact the league uh, economically. It's in, it's impacted every, everywhere economically, stock markets, uh, prices. And again, it's just something weird because this is really something that I don't think any of us have ever experienced before with every league almost being shut down. And again, the closest league to, you know, no sports would just be, I guess, lockouts. But, you know, lockout, a lockout of every sport at the same time is you know, completely crazy. And again, uh, other sports have announced suspensions to the league or delays and um, so on. The NHL uh, released it today that uh, they're kind of pretty much in a joint uh, conversation or partnership with the NBA on this or an agreement that they're both, uh, the NBA as well was the first one to start this out of the big four in North America. But again, we saw this across the world already before uh, like soccer in Europe, but the season pretty much is suspended indefinitely and really nobody knows when it's going to come back and you know early indications too for the two leagues the nhl and nba that they're going to be going into the summer which is crazy because you know it's also baseball season but it's crazy how it's going to be weird once you know if the season comes back we all are assuming it will be but again you just don't know how this virus will you know if it's the spread of you know because the whole idea obviously is to limit the spread of the virus but again none of us really know what's going to happen so far but Definitely a weird, weird period of time. You know, it's almost a depressing and sad moment. Uh, it went from, you know, everyone knowing about the corona, the coronavirus, not really mentioning it, to the possibility of games being played with empty stadiums. But, you know, this thing that triggered all of this was uh, Utah Jazz uh, center Rudy Gobert, who was officially tested positive for coronavirus last night. And I don't know if you saw, Mark, but... Um, Right before the Jazz and Thunder, they were right at tip-off um, in Oklahoma City. Doctors started sprinting onto the court, and they pretty much sprinted to the refs, advising him not to start the game. 
and fans were, everyone was ready to go, everyone was in their seats, and they had no explanation to what happened. And then after the reports that Rudy Gobert was suffering from illness the past couple days, and a video that's gone viral of him touching microphones, uh, to believe that the time when he actually did have coronavirus, he just was never tested, that is obviously the reason why uh, the game was canceled. And again, this resulted in the NBA suspending their season, and the ripple-down effect with the NHL and soon-to-be MLB. But the only thing MLB has compared to the other two sports or leagues in North America is they have time. Um, their season hasn't started yet, so they're in a, a little bit of a better position. But I'm, I'm mostly curious on how things are going to happen, what's going to happen with the MLB, just because, you know, if the season doesn't start in a couple weeks, it's pretty much impossible to get 162 games in. So that'll be interesting. For the other sports, again, it's going to be going into the summer. And that's another interesting thing because... In the NHL and NBA, players, you know, contracts expire on July 1st. And that's another thing that's going to be really interesting of what's going to happen there. But again, the whole idea of this right now is just to try and limit the spread. And more information and more news will come out as hopefully as everything progresses. We just don't know uh, for sure. And of course, the NFL, the other uh, big sport in North America, the North America, they're currently in the offseason. And offseason dates have been being pushed the draft is likely going to be affected, which is supposed to be in Las Vegas this year, but everything just being affected in the sports world. And usually, again, we we usually use sports as an ex- escape from problems like these. But unfortunately, um, you know, sports isn't enough in this case, and it goes beyond sports, which is very odd to say, but sadly true uh, in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And I do just want to update MLB has made it official. They just announced um, that they're canceling the rest of spring training they're delaying the start of the regular season for at least two weeks that's coming from MLB statement through Ken Rosenthal Joel Sherman John Heyman and more tweeting it right now um but yeah I just like I still can't believe it's happening I I don't it doesn't feel real like I don't know how to describe it it's just you know since you know like 9 p.m last night when which is around the time we figured out um, that, you know, things were happening with, like you said, the the Utah Jazz, uh, Rudy Gobert, and other players um, there. And, you know, since then, it's just been a wild, I guess, 16 hours at this point. And, you know, we still, to a large extent, don't know what is going to happen. You know, spring training just canceled right now officially. But what's happening down the line? I think that's a key question going forward. What do they mean when they're saying indefinite? indefinitely what do they mean by that is it i mean spring training canceled now two weeks into the season but you know two weeks into the season is that it or is it going to go further than that and are we going to be you know starting play in june july august when is baseball season going to start up again and that's the really key question but again i still can't believe that any of this is happening um and i should mention we Obviously, I think this goes without saying, but um, neither of us really know anything about the medical side of things and don't trust anything we say regarding the medical side of COVID-19 because that is not our specialty. Our specialty is baseball. Um, This is really unprecedented. We've never seen anything that has brought sports to a standstill all across not just the U.S., not just Canada, not just North America, but the entire world. Um, And... it's impossible to predict what's going to happen because we have no basis for this. Like you said, we have individual leagues canceling, but nothing, you know, coordinated between everyone. Um, I I do want to pick out one thing you said. You mentioned the contracts. 
Um, you know, for other leagues ending, I think you said July 1st. Again, I don't know anything about other sports, but... Um, yeah, July 1st. Yeah, and it's another question for baseball, because does this year, if they only play part of the season, does it count against their service time? If they only play, um, you, you know, if they, if they don't play the season at all, does it count as anything do teams just like postpone players contracts for a year um it's really so much is unknown right now and um we're just getting a hold of this statement from mlb um i'll just read it to you uh the headline is major league baseball to delay 2020 opening day by at least two weeks spring training games canceled as of 4 p.m today and uh world baseball classic qualifier games Postponed, MLB will continue to evaluate ongoing events and effects on 2020 scheduling. Um, it just says, consulted with all 30 clubs, consulted with the Players Association, um, Rob Manfred um, is announcing suspension um, and postponement of at least opening day, at least until two weeks after, um, because of coronavirus. Uh yeah, so it, it just looks like as of 4 p.m. today, uh, things are being canceled. So I don't know if that, that means the Blue Jays are going to stop playing. They're playing right now as we record, which is, first off, another bizarre thing because you have, you know, the broadcasters, Mike Wilner, um, they're just talking about, and Ben Wagner, I should mention, they're just talking about how, you know, what, what's happening in this game, and it, they're broadcasting the game against the uh, Team Canada baseball team, the national baseball team. So they're interviewing players from this team, and they're talking about how a momentous occasion it is and how the Blue Jays are winning 18-1, and it doesn't matter because you're playing teenagers anyways and stuff. And then you're watching that as the same time as you're watching Twitter, and you see basically the entire sporting world shut down. So it is truly bizarre what we're seeing right now and I, I don't know yeah I just I don't know if the Blue Jays are going to stop playing if other games are going to be stopping played uh truly bizarre yeah um in terms of that uh the NBA last night when they were suspended their their league they finished all the games last night so I'm assuming I don't know the schedule today if there's any games past four those will for sure be canceled but games going on right now they'll likely finish uh that's probably I guess the best way to go right now but again um a crazy swing what we saw 24 hours and really if you look at it it all it took was an actual athlete on the on one of these teams to be infected and i think that's what all of us were you know over the past couple of weeks that's what's something that we were afraid that was going to happen and you know even celebrities have have begun to test positive um justin trudeau's wife prime minister trudeau's wife is being, or I guess the both of them have been tested for coronavirus and they're going to be in self-isolation. And Tom Hanks, who I love as an actor, and his wife have been diagnosed with coronavirus too. So a scary, uh, scary swing of 24 hours. And if, the, you know, for the games today, it just seems, for anything to do with sports, it's just overshadowed now uh, by coronavirus. And, you know, when you think of sports right now, you think of coronavirus. And unfortunately, you know, there's nothing going to be on um, for the foreseeable future. So... You know, you just, again, you don't know what's going to happen. I guess the only thing you can do is applaud uh, these sports leagues for doing this because, you know, they're doing something. And I guess the best you, you the whole, the best you can do is hope and you got to wait and see uh, if this can limit the spread, which, you know, is, is obviously the goal. And uh, the MLB, or sorry, the NBA uh, saw a report on Twitter uh, just moments ago saying 
they've been they've been telling their organizations and players that the league will be on a hiatus for a minimum of 30 days and that is um you know at first it was supposed to be a minimum of two weeks but that is also a crazy uh delay and again this is a minimum of 30 days if all goes well and you have to imagine the nhl will follow suit just because they're played at similar times and again for baseball i think i think the thing with baseball right now is you just you know you don't i mean they're all in the same boat you just don't know when this will end and you know it's going to take a while for everything to end but when is the when will the point be and when will it be safe for games to be played again we just don't know the answer right now i think that's just goes above and beyond all of that and the goal right now is just to take care of the virus limit the spread and you also mentioned the contracts and all the economics of sports that's a complete disaster right now and i think that's just going to be an issue that will eventually be addressed but right now, it's not priority number one for these uh, these organizations and across the league. And again, I applaud uh, these four big sports in North America and, of course, across the world as well, as uh, the virus is actually doing worse in countries like Europe. We obviously know the whole country of, or entire country of Italy is on lockdown, uh, which is also a scary time over there. And of course, we wish nothing but the best to them, but you just, you don't know what's going to happen. And once it, you know... It's, I guess in this case, it'll be a good problem to have to handle all the financials, contracts, because the whole goal in mind is to limit the spread of this virus. And um, yeah, there's nothing really, you know, much else to say other than, you know, this, no matter what, uh, if you like this, like sports or not, no matter what you watch, this goes beyond sports. And this is something that it has needed to be done. Uh, there's travel bans being placed all across the world, but for sports wise, this is something that needs to be done, and you're going to be seeing more cancellations for non-sporting events like concerts, uh, entertainment events, uh, you know, things like that. And you know, you just you got to be patient. And again, none of us know. Uh, we're not doctors. Doctors don't even know when this spread will actually stop because, again, we don't know. And I think this, you know, the explanation for suspending all these leagues says it for itself. There's just no definitive date. And there's only one goal in mind right now, and all the other financial problems will come up uh, when the time is right. And this affects more than just athletes themselves and leagues who are going to be losing millions of dollars. Um, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban actually said last night that he's more worried about, you know, people who work around the stadium, in arena employees, uh, Uber drivers who who are driving people to the game. How are these people going to make their money with no sporting events? Uh, that are being taken place and he firmly said that they're going to be starting a program for those in arena employees in Dallas um, in order for them to have you know financial compensation during this time because again there's no way how are they going to make their money with no sports being held and it's it's also smart for the NHL and NBA to be working together just because of course they share the same stadiums regardless of if the spread is worse in one sport than the other and um, you know we've been seeing this in baseball too before yesterday uh, Seattle and Oakland, they got there were there was a ban or an order for gatherings over two hundred people or something like that to be canceled. And the Mariners and Athletics were gonna have to play their open their season somewhere else. And I think that creates a much bigger issue for especially the MLB because they haven't started yet. And you know, you hopefully this can benefit everybody, especially in baseball, because the season hasn't started, um, for when the time is right to finally focus on that stuff. Yeah. It's I think just going back to what you said at the very beginning. Ultimately, this, no matter what we say on this podcast, this is the right decision. Um, 
you know, we can be disappointed about the sport. We can be disappointed about not having the Toronto Blue Jays to watch this season. But ultimately, like, we, this is the right decision. It's from a medical standpoint, from a health standpoint, the, the goal over the next two to three months um, or 13 to 14 weeks, as we're hearing from medical professionals, is to limit the spread of the virus. And this is one way at, at contributing to that. So we can't really complain about the action as much as it may suck. And as much as we're talking about how much it sucks, we can't really complain about it because it is the right decision. Um, I, I did want to talk about the effect of just one player. Why did, you know, Rudy Gobert being infected with coronavirus, why was that the domino that knocked down all these sports leagues? And I mean, you just look at it, one player on one team is going to have mean that the entire team needs to be quarantined and the entire team can't keep playing. And as we saw, another player on the Jazz is infected now. Um, and you extend that to, you know, the officials that you have officiating the game. You extend that to, um, I mean, front office staff in the team. But you can also extend that to other teams they've played. Raptors played the Jazz two nights before um, this happened. So it extends so far beyond just, you know, the one player. And it has ripple effects that are unmeasurable. Someone um, counted out, I believe it's in the last five days, that you can connect every NBA team um, through each other. You know, Jazz play Raptors, Raptors play whatever, New Orleans, th- things like that. And it, you can just connect them all so quickly. And the spread of this, when you have players flying around the country, flying around the continent, is... it. it that's that's why the 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 single NBA player caused the dominoes to fall. But um, I, it is really jarring that it was only one player because you know we'd been talking about playing games without fans for weeks, um, or you know we'd seen the media um, being kicked out of the clubhouses, but there was also other actions being floated around and. I didn't expect it to jump so soon. I expected there to be kind of a gradient between, okay, we kick the media out of the clubhouse. Okay, next we're going to stop the players from signing autographs. Okay, next we're going to, you know, do that. And eventually we're going to get to the point where, okay, we have to cancel the games. But I expected at least first that fans would be um, barred from watching the games, barred from being in the games, just from at least a logistical standpoint, because all these different municipal and state governments are um, stopping these these teams or gatherings of larger than whatever, a thousand people or 250 people. Um, so yeah, what do you think about that? Did you expect anything so sudden to happen or did you think it'd be kind of a gradient? Well, yeah, to be honest with you, I don't think anybody did. Um, we knew the NBA and the NHL were moving in the direction of playing with no fans. I actually tonight uh, in Golden State between the Warriors and Brooklyn Nets, that game was supposed to be played without any fans uh, due to, of course, the, the state of California. Uh, there's a there's a whole ban in the state of gatherings of uh, over a certain amount of people, and in the NHL as well in the state of Ohio and of course California, the Shark, the Columbus Blue Jackets and San Jose Sharks were also banned from fans, so they were going to be playing in an empty arena for at least the next or at least the rest of March. And tying it back to Rudy Gobert, who was the first, you know, athlete in North America to sustain the virus. Again, you, ha- you like you said, you got to connect this to everybody. Um, the Utah Jazz have been near. And of course, officials have been saying to you can have, you can have their coronavirus 
and not even know about it. Symptoms can't develop for, you know, it, they can develop between two and 14 days. So when you tie that back, even the fans who sat courtside um, at the recent jazz games, whoever, wherever, whoever they were playing, um, you need, you know, they all need to be as precaution to be quarantined. And this is in relation to Toronto. The Toronto Raptors have been asked to be quarantined just because they were in Utah this past Monday. And uh, Rudy Gobert was shaking hands. There's, they went back and pulled up highlights from the game. He was shaking hands from everybody before, during, after the game. And I'm sure you've seen, the again, the video that have gone vi- that's gone viral of Rudy Gobert touching the microphone. And at the time, uh, he was kind of playing it as a joke. Uh, and at the time, he had coronavirus. He just didn't know about it or nobody knew about it. And maybe this was something that, you know, the leagues were afraid to do, afraid to act first to cancel the games. And I think, again, the ideal... Um, resolution or for the short term was to play without any fans and the one thing about between the big four in North America uh, Adam Silver the commissioner of the NBA he's always been the one to jump first Uh, he is somebody who has a reputation who doesn't wait Um, he doesn't play around and he doesn't wait to make any final decision so once he heard about um, you know Rudy Gobert being tested positive he was probably the one that called the game right away and within not even an hour, the whole, the announcement that the league was suspended came out. Um, and compared to the NBA, uh, based on the sports that are on right now, they are the juggernaut compared to, you know, the NHL and other minor, you know, other sports leagues. So, you know, once the NBA did this, it was pretty much common sense that other leagues were going to be playing fault, follow the leader here, which was the right thing to do. But um, it went from, again, it went from something that wasn't too concerning at the time to something where there was rumors about fake, uh, um, sorry, uh, no fans, or games without fans, and then to, um, again, states ordering no fans, and then it went down to a player being tested for coronavirus positive, and that has led to the suspension of all leagues. So it's something that I don't think anybody really expected. Once this um, the announcement came out last night, I know I was stuck to my phone for hours because I was just refreshing Twitter every minute uh, in shock. And the one thing is you have to fear about these other athletes who could possibly have this virus and they don't even know about it because, again, it could take up to 14 days to develop symptoms and you have to tie that to who they've been around, the team they're on, uh, family, again, fans who have been courtside, referees, like you said, front office, everybody. And I think it's just a scary situation and you can tie it to a random person, a random civilian, a regular civilian who has coronavirus. You have to tie it to everybody They've been around uh, family and again, the people and these players too who have traveled across the States, uh, you don't know who they've passed it on to yet. And that's the scary part, just because there's still a number amount, a huge number of cases that we just don't know about because not everyone's been tested. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you mentioned the financial impacts of this, obviously the employees at the arena, people are connected to that. And um, I mean, baseball is a $10 billion industry. And not to mention NBA, and uh, which is l- larger, more popular than baseball, and NHL, which is, I would guess, less popular than baseball, but still very popular. So you have huge economic ramifications of this. Um, and um, I just wanted to mention MLB in their statement, they did 
make clear that they are preparing to play the season or at least part of the season later this year. Um, They said, quote, MLB and the clubs have been preparing a variety of contingency plans regarding the 2020 regular season schedule. MLB will announce the effects on the schedule at an appropriate time and will remain flexible as events warrant with the hope of resuming normal operations as soon as possible. So I don't know what that looks like. Um, Obviously, it will require adaptations. I don't know if it's just two weeks delayed, you know, we play two more weeks into October, or if it's starting in June, July, and only playing an 80-game season. Um, Jacob, who obviously couldn't join us today, he mentioned, I don't know if he was joking or not, but if MLB has to play, you know, into November, December, um, because of the delay, they could play postseason games and just a select few indoor stadiums so obviously Rogers Center but also um I guess T-Mobile Park in Seattle um uh Chase Field if it's still called that in Arizona um if, if the, the, the the Tropicana Field in uh St. Petersburg the few indoor stadiums that could play deep into you know fall and winter um I don't really think that's likely I think they're going to still cut the season off, you know, very early October and then play the postseason to end of October. Uh, but I see the that they will make changes um, that could last years down the line. And what I mean by this is we already seen, you know, MLB, they kicked media out of the clubhouse and they wanted to make changes to the postseason before this, you know, four team team postseason teams can pick their opponents. I think this Honestly, not to get too ahead of ourselves here, but this might be their opportunity to make some changes without blowback from the fans because, um, you know, removing media from the the clubhouse, everyone was talking about this, how um, they're unlikely to give it back, to give that status back after this infection. It's too easy to just go with the status quo. Um, And I think in the postseason, they're going to obviously have to change the postseason structure as it is. So they'll change it to what they want it to be. Um, and, and it'll just stay that way. Um, so I I think there will be ramifications for this, not just next year, but years down the line going for structure in baseball, but also, you know, contracts and, and players and arbitration and service time as, as we've talked about. Um, I do want to mention that players are not going home right now, as far as we understand it, because they are trying to keep players at their spring training homes right now. Um, John Heyman tweeted, there's thought being given to teams holding practices at their own sites to remain in playing shape. Logistics are still being discussed, but word now is that players will hold tight for now. So I, I think, and and same goes for, we, we saw tweets about essential personnel and, and players who are going to stay at spring training place to stay in shape. And I guess, make sure they're ready to start the season whenever, you know, whenever that happens. Um, and I don't know what this means for minor league baseball. I guess all minor league games are canceled. I can't imagine how they wouldn't be canceled. But um, we haven't heard anything from Major League Baseball about this. Um, haven't really seen anything from any uh, reporters. So it's just so many ramifications that we have to think about. Um but thankfully, through this all, I don't know if this is just messaging from Major League Baseball or if the players actually believe this, but so far, 
all the players that we've seen have been pretty on board with this. They all are understanding of the fact that this is a necessary evil, or necessary good, I guess you could put it, um, because uh, obviously the effects of this um, are something we want to avoid. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, there's, again, a lot to take in. Um, you know, just to, from uh, when you started about uh, the impact on, you know, the regular season and playoff scenarios uh, and so on and so on. You know, this is, again, this is definitely going to have an impact on possible playoff formats just because, again, the way that the MLB uh, schedule is usually based on uh, from 162 games is, you know, you play each team in your division a number of times regardless if it's, regardless if it's home and away. Uh, you play every team from the Jays standpoint as they're an American League team. They, you play every team in the American League twice, one series at home, one series on the road. And then you usually play uh, a division from the National League. And then there's some uh, other interleague games that you play. So this is going to have a huge impact on the ramifications for the standings just because, you know, I, I don't even think MLB knows how they're going to handle, um, you know, the schedule this year once, you know, as we hope this, the season gets started as soon as possible. Hopefully the spread uh, is limited. So that's definitely going to be something that they definitely could try without any backlash just because it's going to be a somewhat different season. Um, and then from you saying how, you know, there's other, you know, there's rumors that if the playoffs start, they could go into November uh, and play, you know, in indoor facilities. Again, I agree with you there. I don't think that will happen. I think the general and easy way to do this is to limit the schedule, regardless if it's regardless if it's 162 to limiting, limiting it to a number amount. It's still probably going to be, you know, assuming the virus, um, the spread is stopped, you know, on a reasonable time. We just don't know. You're, you're assuming it's going to be around 100 games still. That's still a ton of games. Uh, for baseball, but you know the the ideal thing is to cut the season short. You know, unlike NBA and the NHL, they play indoors, so that you for that you can be a little more flexible in pushing the season, which they're expected to do. But again, this is if all goes well, and we just don't know right now. Um, you know, it's just it's hard for anybody to really question this and be upset about this because you know it goes again i've said it i said it earlier i'm gonna say it again it goes beyond sports and usually sports is used as an, as an escape from you know these problems or problems going on in society around the world but in this case it doesn't beat sports and it and sports isn't needed right now because of this as people you know it's this this is declared a pandemic now and you don't you don't want to scare anybody but unfortunately this is something that we're gonna have to take seriously and these athletes too are human beings who have families and for them, I think everyone everyone realizes that you know this goes above the sport, no matter who you're, what sport you're playing, and you can't force players to play in these situations where, again, lives are potentially you know at risk or something that you or this is just something where you need to be more cautious about being in you know uh, large gatherings, no matter who you're with. Again, it all ties into family, friends, people you've been with, where you've traveled. Uh, so on and so on, just because of how fast this virus has been spreading. And it again, the biggest fear is the the spread of the virus. It's not about this the death rate, even though people a lot of people have been dying from it. Uh, people, the more the priority on this is just limiting the virus. And you know, again, this impacts baseball from a number of ways. It, again, it's going to be hard to uh, handle the minor league season just because they usually go on during the summer and start later or their season starts and ends in between uh, the usual baseball season. So a lot of things that have to be figured out, but for anybody who has actually questioning this decision by 
all these sports across the world, I think it's a flat out selfish opinion of yours. And I think it's something that you just need to realize that, again, this is bigger than sports. And these are people's lives and you need to stop this as soon as possible because you need, you know, less people need to be, you know, you don't want people to be infected. You want this to be limited to a less amount, lesser amount of people. And of course, you don't want to see anybody die from this and you don't want this to get any worse. And large gatherings are unfortunately a way a virus can be spread no matter if it's through contact, saliva, so on and so on. And I think they're being extra uh, cautious, but I think that's a good thing because you need to be. So you can defeat this earlier than in a situation where you you aren't too cautious and you're just putting innocent people at risk as well as athletes who have their own families. Yeah, no matter what, I think no matter how much like we're complaining on here about it, we're not. I would put it in that we're just talking about how big the impacts of this are, um, not how we hate this because obviously this is the right step and. Um, I guess we can end with this, but I just wanted to ask you, how are you going to spend your time now that, you know, we, at least for the next month, aren't going to be spending three hours a day watching baseball. What is the next step for you? What are you, are you I've heard a lot of people talking about video games, how they're going to play an entire season without simulating any games on whatever MLB the show or BI baseball. Um, what, what are you going to do? Well, first of all, uh, <laughs> That's something that I have yet yet to decide. Uh, I definitely won't be going out as much, just you know, for my own sake. Um, you know, maybe watching highlights of the Jays' playoff runs. Maybe watching, you know, I, there's not really a lot of highlights to watch of the Leafs due to their lack of success. Maybe watching the Raptors championship run again. Um, other things like that, but definitely a lot of Netflix and definitely a lot of video games. And my March break actually started today, so I'm going to be off again for the next week. Um, and it's again, just relax at home again, video games, Netflix, and definitely some highlights. Yeah. I heard a suggestion from someone on my Instagram to watch, rewatch the 2015 season from the trade deadline onward, which I think is a very good idea. Um, yeah, Not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're going to be here on the podcast no matter what happens, we're going to be talking about updates in this or updates in, other Blue Jay news, we'll come up with something to talk about. Um, but thank And for sure for you, Mark, um, you know, for someone who runs a fan page and is almost posting every day yeah. uh, when the baseball season, it's going to be it's going to be awfully weird once the end of March hits and you're not posting anything about baseball. It's going to be definitely something that you're going to have to adjust to. Yeah, it's going to be really strange. It's like a second off season almost. But um, I think, honestly, I was, I was kind of thinking about this. I could just... Because we know the Blue Jays' schedule. We know what they were supposed to play. So I was half-joking, but I could post just when they were supposed to play and what the games were supposed to be um, and just pretend that they're actually playing. But, yeah, it's going to be an adjustment, but uh, ultimately it's the right move. So thank you to everyone who joined us and listened to this emergency podcast hopefully we'll be back on saturday to talk about more about this and be joined by jacob and get some of his thoughts on this and whatever else manages to pop up in the news cycle over the next few days uh, but again thank you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast um please let a friend know about us or rate and review the podcast on itunes we'll catch you next week